Over the past few years, I have been pretty open about my struggles with anxiety, with PTSD, and my mental breakdown. And since publicly sharing these things, I've had a lot of people, mostly women, reach out to me privately and just say, oh, thank you for sharing that. I felt like something was wrong with me. I didn't realize that maybe I need some mental health. And then after they say that, the next question usually is, how did you know that you needed therapy? And how do I find a therapist that will work for me? And so after sharing how I did this with so many people, I decided, you know what? I should share it on the podcast because I think it might help. I wish that I would have had this resource as I was looking for a therapist and as I was deciding if I should go to therapy or not, or if it would help me or not. I hope that this will just help you understand more if therapy is right for you and maybe some signs that a therapist could help you. I also want to share with you some benefits of therapy that I have experienced in my life. And then, of course, how to find a therapist for you. So if you are ready, let's go. Are you ready to make a change in your life but not sure where to start? Welcome to Moms on the Rise, where we believe that as moms and as women, we can choose to create a life we love. I'm Camille Beckstrand, a mindset coach and fellow mom on this journey of rising up in all areas of our lives. So join me and let's rise together. Welcome back to Moms on the Rise. I am excited for this episode because therapy is something that is near and dear to my heart. I honestly believe that therapy helped me become whole again. I felt very broken for a long time, and I just wish that every person out there could go to therapy. I believe it would benefit everyone, and it would help us in so many ways. The world would be such a better place if we could all go to therapy and work on ourselves. Here's what I want you to know. I know that therapy is so expensive, and it's not something that everyone can do. I have had many times and many seasons in my life where there is no way we could have afforded therapy. But I'm going to share some options later on in the podcast that if this is your situation, I promise that there are options for you. And so hang tight for that. Okay, so the big question, how do I know if I need to see a therapist? So the American Psychological Association suggests that you should see a therapist if you have something in your life that causes distress and it interferes with your life. For example, if you think about this issue for at least an hour a day, it might be good to see a therapist. If you are embarrassed by this issue and it makes you want to avoid others, it might be a good idea to see a therapist. If this issue has caused your quality of life to go down, it would be a good idea to go see a therapist. Or if this issue has negatively affected your work, your schooling, your home life, or any relationships that you're in, that's a sign then it might be time to go see a therapist. Another sign that you might need to see one is that you've made changes in your life as a way to cope with this issue. Instead of facing it head on, you're just coping with it, stuffing it away, just trying not to deal with it. So if you experience any of those in your life, I promise you that therapy would help. I also want you to know, please consider seeing a therapist if you feel controlled by this issue in any way, or if you feel like you could cause harm to yourself or others because of the situation in your life or the things that are going on, please reach out. Okay, I also wanted to share a couple of other signs that you might be experiencing if you need to see a therapist. So the first one, and this is something that was big for me, was you feel overwhelmed. You just might feel like you have too many things to do or there's too many issues to cope with. You might even feel like you can't rest or even breathe. 
During my senior year of high school, I was diagnosed with anxiety-induced asthma. And looking back, I know that it was stress and being so overwhelmed that led me to not being able to take a full breath. And I think during those times I was having those asthma attacks, I was actually having a panic attack. So please know, overwhelm can lead to some really serious physical health concerns. Number two, you feel fatigue. This physical symptom of being tired often goes hand in hand with mental health issues. It can also indicate depression. Fatigue can cause you to sleep more than usual. You might have trouble getting out of bed in the morning. When my mom was about 15 years old, her mom passed away from melanoma. And that's why I'm so adamant about skincare. But my mom was so young and her mom was so young. But to deal with that heartbreak as a teenager, my mom just spent the whole summer after her mom passed away just sleeping. She would just sleep all day long and all night long. Now, back in the 70s, when this happened, therapy just wasn't really something that people did. In fact, it was almost frowned on. It was very secretive. But my poor mom, she could have used therapy to help her deal with the emotions and the feelings that she was having after losing her mom. And it breaks my heart that she didn't have that support when she needed it. And fatigue was that like red flag to me of, oh my gosh, that's not normal. Fatigue will look different for everyone. And maybe you don't sleep your days away like my mom did when she was 15, but you know that you are more tired than usual. Your body knows when something is off and it's your body's way of just trying to cope and to handle it. Your body is so good at telling us what it needs, but we have to learn how to listen to our bodies. Number three, out of proportion, rage, anger, or resentment. So everyone feels angry at times, right? And even we rage out during certain times and that's okay. That's just part of the human experience. But seeking support to deal with these feelings may be a really good idea when they don't seem to go away or if you feel like you are completely fixated on it. For me, I felt a lot of resentment during COVID. I felt like I was carrying so much and I had so much placed on my shoulders as a mom and as a business owner. And then I was a homeschool teacher and we were all together in the same house. And I just felt like I resented a lot of people and I could not shake it. Looking back now, I know it was so much deeper than just that surface level resentment, but I wouldn't have done the work to figure it out without a therapist. So if you feel like your feelings of anger or resentment are extreme compared to the situation maybe, or if they lead you to be violent or to potentially harm yourself or others, it's a really good sign that therapy is needed. Number four, fear of certain people or fear of certain places. Sometimes these fears will make you avoid going out in public or some people are even unable to leave their houses. And like I talked about before, this was something that I felt. I just only felt safe at home and going out in public and going to certain locations caused me so much anxiety and caused me panic attacks that I knew this isn't normal and I probably need some help. Another sign is that you might have anxious or intrusive thoughts. It's totally normal to worry about things from time to time, but when worrying takes up a huge chunk of your day or it even causes physical symptoms, I've totally done this. I can worry myself sick. Therapy can help you deal with it. I found that I would just become so fixated on certain thoughts and it took up so much of my brain power and I would be sick to my stomach. I would get headaches all because of these thoughts that I just couldn't seem to shake no matter what I did. And so I knew that it was kind of obsessive. I knew that it wasn't 
maybe what it should be, but I just didn't have the power in me to make it stop. I felt controlled by these thoughts. I would wake up and it was the first thing that would pop into my head and I would lay down at night and these thoughts would just keep going in my head and I couldn't make them stop. That's a sign that you could benefit from therapy. Another sign is apathy. Just losing interest in the usual things that you love or losing interest in the world around you or the people around you or just life in general. It can be an indicator of mental health issues, including depression and anxiety, or it could be so many other things. But life is meant to be joyful and we should find joy in doing those things that we love and in being with the people that we love. And if that joy is gone for you, promise that therapy can help. Another sign would be hopelessness, just losing hope or motivation or feeling like there's no future. This can indicate depression or any other mental health condition. Just feeling hopeless from time to time, especially after you go through a really hard time, that's not uncommon. That's just normal. That's part of being human. But it's when that hopelessness persists and you just can't get rid of it on your own. That's when a therapist can help. Okay, and the last sign that I wanted to share with you today, there are so many more, but these are the ones that I felt like are the biggest indicators that therapy could help is social withdrawal. Because here's the thing, many people feel better when they're able to at least spend a little bit of time alone. And introverted people may need actually more time alone than others. I've actually since learned over the past two years that one of the best ways for me to recharge my batteries is to have alone time. And I crave alone time way more than my husband does, way more than my kids do. But if you feel distressed being around others or you fear being with other people, therapy can help you understand and deal with these feelings. Because here's the thing, people need connection. Women especially need connection. We need each other. And there is someone out there who needs you and what you offer the world and what you bring to the table. You are needed. And therapy can help you work through what you are dealing with, help you to feel better, and help you be able to just offer the world whatever unique thing that you have to offer. Another question I get asked a lot is, what does therapy really do for you? Can it really help you? Can it really change you? And so I wanted to share a few things that I experienced because of therapy. So they're all benefits of me being in therapy. So the first one, I felt validated. It felt so good to feel seen and to feel heard and not be judged for it. My therapist just listened to me. And because she wasn't in my inner circle in my life, she didn't know me. She didn't know the people I was talking about. She was just this neutral third party. And that was so helpful to me. The second benefit was I started sleeping so much better. My anxiety and my PTSD was keeping me up all hours of the night. It was crazy how talking through things really helped me heal and helped my brain to turn off at night so that I could sleep and I could sleep well. Another benefit was that I learned more about me. My therapist was able to point out strengths in myself that I never saw before, and she was able to help me work through these strengths and to use them to my benefit. My therapist, such a good listener, and she would listen to my story and help me to see it from another angle and see myself in a different way, and it was so powerful. Another benefit of therapy was that I had tools to use at home when hard things or anxious thoughts would pop up. I had homework that she would give me each week and I would go home and work on it and then I would come back and report on how I did. Those tools that she gave me changed my life. And when I say tools, I just see, I just mean like little 
mind tricks and little things to remember and little almost games to play with myself to help get me out of that space I was in and into the space of who I want to become. These are still tools that I use today. Another benefit of therapy for me was just that I felt like I made so much progress on my goals and in becoming who I wanted to become, my true self. I had such a clear picture of me. And if you aren't sure of what your goals are, therapy can help you just clarify what it is you want and then set realistic steps to get there. Another benefit was I was able to work through and process my trauma, both from my current situation I was in and then stuff from the past that bubbled up as we talked. I had no idea how much I was letting my past impact my present and even my future. And you will have to process those traumatic events in your life. Otherwise, it manifests itself later on down the road. And here's the thing. I had a fantastic childhood. I had such a beautiful upbringing. It was picture perfect. But everybody goes through hard things. And everybody experiences trauma in different ways. And so what looks like trauma to one person might not look like trauma to another person. But trauma is trauma. And you have to be able to work through and process those traumatic events in your life. The last benefit I want to share with you today is that therapy helped in every single relationship that I have in my life. I learned better communication skills, which have come in handy as I have, you know, worked on my marriage with Jared. I learned how to work together to resolve conflicts and to talk it out. I learned how to be a better parent. I learned how to have healthy coworker relationships with work. And I learned how to set boundaries with certain people in my life. Anyone in any type of relationship could benefit from therapy, which means everyone in the world, because at the very least, we each have a relationship with ourselves. And that relationship takes work and could probably use some help. Okay, so now the question always comes up of, well, how do I find a therapist? I have a brother-in-law who is actually a therapist and I asked him, he lives in a different city far away. He does a certain type of therapy, does like drug addiction therapy. And so I said, okay, I'm looking for somebody to help me with my anxiety and my PTSD. How do I find a therapist like that? And so he recommended that I use a website called psychologytoday.com. I'll include a link in the description below. So check that out. When you go to the website, you can enter in your zip code of where you live and it will pull up therapists who are close to you. If you want to see somebody in person, you can click on the link for that, or you can actually click on the link for online therapy. If you don't want to leave your house, you can do therapy from the comfort of your bed. It's amazing. Technology is so great. You can narrow down the search even more on this website. You can go by age group. So if you need a therapist for your child or for your teenager or for an adult or for a couple, you can narrow it down by ethnicity, sexuality, language, religion or faith practice. You can even narrow it by price and you can see who's the least expensive or most expensive. You can also search based on insurance. And so that's how I did it. I started out by searching based on my insurance because I wanted this therapy to be covered by insurance so I didn't have to pay as much. It is expensive, but there are many insurances out there that will cover therapy completely or will at least cover a big chunk of it. That is what I actually recommend searching by first is narrowing down who accepts your insurance. And so from there, it's a lot like online dating. There are lots of profiles, and I just spent some time reading over all of these profiles. I would read their bios. I'd stalk them online a little bit. I would look at their pictures. 
And on these profiles on Psychology Today, a lot of times it links to their websites and it links to their social media profiles. So you can check them out. It's not creepy, but you can tell a lot by what a person posts online. And I just kind of went with my gut, my knowing inside of what I needed to do, or some might say following the spirit. I just kind of went by that. And so after reading over all of the therapist profiles that were accepted by my insurance, there was one profile that really resonated with me. There were a couple that I was like, oh, I could go to her. I could go to her. And there were even some men that I thought, okay, I could maybe go see him. But after reading all these profiles and deep diving on each of them, I found one that I just felt like was the one for me. And so I reached out to her practice. She had a wait time for a new patient. It was a couple of weeks, but I promise you it was worth the wait. There are other ways that you can find a therapist. I like the resource BetterHelp. I'm sure that you have heard of it before, like in commercials and ads, but it really is a great resource. And I have actually used them at a different time in my life, and I highly recommend it. It's just nice that you can do therapy right from the comfort of your own home. Be aware that sometimes the first therapist that you go to isn't always going to be a perfect match. And it's okay. Finding a therapist that works for you really is a lot like dating. If you find a therapist that you love at the first match, like, fantastic. That is so great. But that's usually not the case. Sometimes it does take one or two or three or four different therapists before you find one that you just really resonate with, that you feel like is a good fit for you. Be open that it might take a couple of different therapists until you find the one that you feel is going to help you. Also, a therapist cannot heal you or help you heal in just a session or two. I went to therapy for months and months and months. And I even still go back in and check in with her regularly because there is no end date to mental health. There isn't a, oh, you do it for six weeks and then you're done and everything is peachy keen. No, it's a continual process that we have to keep working on ourselves. So don't give up. Give it time. Give it space. Give that therapist a chance by going to them at least once or twice. Sometimes you'll know right off this therapist isn't a good fit for me. But give it a chance. It will take some time, but I promise you it will work. Now, let's talk about if you can't afford therapy because I know it's crazy. It's expensive. First of all, be sure to look at your insurance. My insurance partially covered all of my visits, but I have had friends that have therapy totally covered or they just have to pay like a $10 copay each time they go. Oh, that is totally worth its weight in gold. Please use that if that is something that's available to you. Now, if insurance doesn't cover it and you just can't afford to go and pay in cash and you still want to really start to do this work on yourself, there are some amazing therapists out there who share incredibly helpful things online. I love, there's a couple on YouTube that I love, love, love and a couple on Instagram. And so I am going to share a list of those below in the description. So click on that because they are incredible people doing good things. And just by following them and some of the things that they recommend will help you take steps towards working on you. The things that they share have helped me so much and I am so grateful for them. I loved going to see my therapist and then following these different therapists online to just kind of give me this big wide lens approach to taking care of me. It was almost like a second opinion coming in. Now, here's a piece of advice. What these therapists offer online is very generic. It has to be things that will help most of the population. And so seeing a therapist for yourself 
would be way more personalized to what you need. I think that the greatest benefits from therapy are to be found when you see a therapist for yourself, but following these therapists online on Instagram and on YouTube is such a great place to start. So mamas, I hope that this has helped you understand more about when you might need therapy, some of the benefits of therapy, and how to find a therapist for you. If you have questions about this, I'm an open book. Please don't hesitate to reach out. And please remember, you are amazing. I am just so grateful to have this community. And I'm grateful that you are here. Have a wonderful day. And we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Moms on the Rise podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Mommy Tummy Fix program. If you are interested in learning more about how to take care of your body from a place of love, head over to themommytummyfix.com and join our community of over 10,000 women who are finding ways to live a complete and healthy life one small choice at a time. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review, a rating, and follow along so that you don't miss a single conversation. Keep on rising.